Streaming has gotten way too complicated, but you can hack the system with Prime Video. It has everything in one app with one password. See Roadhouse, Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, all included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite content in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Thanks for listening to the Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 12 to 3 Eastern, 9 to noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and FS1. Find your local station for the Herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Herd. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Here we go, Hour 3. Show us flying by today. Jets, Jags on TV tonight. Tomorrow's going to be jammed up, blazing 5-2. It's the Herd. Wherever you may be, however you may be listening, iHeartRadio, Fox Sports Radio, FS1. So an hour ago, Greg Cosell came on. This is what he do. He watches film. I, he had some really, really good gems today. I thought my favorite gem, one of them was the New York Jets. You'll watch them tonight. This is something... I've talked about time and time again in the NFL. You can't be beholden to the massive play. So Burrow loves to go over the top, and Mahomes loves to go over the top. But they're both crazy accurate and never miss layups. Mahomes had 18, 19, 20 straight completions against Houston. Burrow goes on these runs where he's the most accurate thrower in the game. You can be explosive. You got to hit the layups. Zach can't hit him. So Greg Cosell, I'll put it on the podcast if you didn't listen. Really good today. Had excellent insight on a lot of stuff. J-Mac is joining us. Uh, next weekend, we get college football. This weekend, Saturday and Sunday are packed with games. Yeah. Isn't that great? You get a Saturday weekend. morning. So much. You're going to be skiing, right? Well, I'm going to ski in the morning, then come home and watch the Cowboys-Eagles Saturday. Yeah. And watch the Dolphins uh, Packers on Sunday, but I'll probably may miss a couple early starts. There's, yeah. a, there's a lot of junk. There's a lot of Atlanta Falcon junk out there early. Yeah, the the Christmas Day slate's a little rough. NBA's Christmas Day slate not bad at all. Um, but of course, we start tonight with the Jets Jags. Probably the most exciting game of the weekend. Yeah, and Saturday Cowboys Eagles. So Dak and the Cowboys take on Philadelphia and back up. Gardner, Minshew, Dallas at home on Christmas Eve. And though this isn't the biggest game in Dak's career, it could be the most telling one. At home, second most pro bowlers in the league, facing a backup. Feels like you got to win that one convincingly, right? You're at home, Gardner, Minshew, you got all sorts of pro bowlers, run games rolling. Go back to Dak's career, it's interesting. He's incredibly likable. Fourth round pick, 
Not a beautiful thrower. Really nice kid. Year one, he goes 13-3. and three. And we no longer call him Dak Prescott. We just, from that point forward, call him Dak. America's team has replaced the polarizing, semi-popular Tony Romo. They've got their guy. America's team's got Dak. 13-3, and three, he gets most of the credit. In year two, Zeke gets suspended. Immaturity, they go 9-7. and seven. The run game isn't there, and Dak's passer rating goes from 105 to 86, clearly signaling Dak needs a run game. That's why he went in the fourth round. But Dak didn't get any criticism. It was Zeke. Zeke was immature. Zeke's not dependable. Zeke's getting a big head. Zeke's not a team guy. Then we go to year three. Dallas's scoring's not very good. They're like 22nd in the league in scoring. Now Jason Garrett gets criticized. That guy's not creative. It's time to go. You've been here long enough. Not a lot of wins. Year four. Now Zeke's not as good. Running game's not as profound. Tony Pollard's not there yet doing anything big. And Jason Garrett, eight and eight. Jason's got to go. And you also hear this getting blamed. Distractions. When is Jerry going to pay Dak? It's distracting. Dak's got that thing hanging over his head. How can he concentrate? Year two, Zeke gets blamed. Year three and four, it's Garrett. Then distractions come in. Year five, McCarthy's in. Dak gets hurt. Let's throw that away. Last year's year six, 12 and five. Dak is rolling. Offense is back. Tony Pollard emerges. And they lose in the playoffs. And who gets blamed? Mike McCarthy. So Zeke's immaturity, Garrett can't coach, distractions got blamed. Now it's Mike McCarthy, and here we are in year seven. Dak's team is loaded. Number one in forcing turnovers. Number two in sacks. It's not the defense. Number two in rushing, rushing touchdowns. It's not the run game. Offensive line is better than most of us thought it would be. Second most pro bowlers, players everywhere, and Dak is 6-3 and three and in the losses has cost them games. Outdueled by Rodgers, Brady, and Trevor Lawrence. All considered more talented. In those three losses, Dak has completed just 60% of throws. With, with CeeDee Lamb? With that tight end? His passer rating's been in the 70s. Six TDs, five picks. When things go right, and I understand why, because he's really likable, great at the podium, looks and sounds like a cowboy quarterback. When things go well, it's constantly Dak is underappreciated. When things go south, Jerry's creating noise. What about the distractions? Zeke is immature and eroding. Garrett can't coach. McCarthy can't run the clock. So here we are at home. Great defense, profound running game. C.D. Lamb has emerged as a number one facing Gardner Minshew. It's got to be a resounding win, right? Jerry is always at his back, but even Jerry has noticed this year. Jerry now is noticing in some of these games, Dak is making too many mistakes. We can win with him playing like that to be tried. I thought he played outstanding. 
and uh, as we see, he wasn't playing against chop liver out there. Uh, certainly, those interceptions can neutralize uh, great uh, execution and effort in other parts of the game. Interceptions can. That's being tried. But I will tell you now, uh, the definition of aggressiveness uh, doesn't have to include turnovers. It does not have to include that. Aggressive does not. And uh, I do like aggressiveness without the turnovers. Somebody didn't cover Just a little doubt for the first time on Dak from Jerry Jones. At home, second most pro bowlers, Gardner Minshew, really healthy. Dallas needs to win and probably should win comfortably. All right, so when you vote for the Pro Bowl, fans get a third of the vote. Coaches get a third of the vote. And players get a third of the vote. The fans overwhelmingly voted Tua as the Pro Bowl quarterback. But among players and coaches, he scored so poorly, despite overwhelming support from the fans, he did not make the Pro Bowl in the AFC. Mahomes did, Josh Allen did, Joe Burrow did, all absolutely appropriately did. The people that compete against Tua, watch film against Tua, game plan against Tua, see it completely differently. I've said before, I think Tua is a much better throwing version of Tim Tebow a Christian left-handed Southern quarterback who won a national title at a powerhouse, incredibly decent, human, likable, embraceable. And what made Tebow popular is largely what makes Tua popular. Most pro athletes feel removed from us. They're 6'10", or 290 pounds of muscle. They're brash. They're rich. They live in neighborhoods we can't afford. We just drive by. But Tebow and Tua feel vulnerable and flawed. Tua's small size also helps. They feel like us. Do the Dolphins privately believe in Tua? I've got my doubts. But I will say this. Unlike the Chicago Bears, whose first two draft picks were a corner and a safety, their third pick's a bust at wide receiver, and they hired a defensive coach. Unlike the Patriots with Mac Jones, who hired a defensive coordinator and put him on the offensive coordinator side, still have no weapons. Miami did it differently. They made a very abrupt pivot. Defensive guy to a brilliant offensive coach from a proven system, got him a great left tackle and the fastest football player in the world. They also added some nice running backs. Whether or not Miami publicly supports Tua doesn't matter. Eventually, I do believe you'll see the ceiling if he has to go toe-to-toe with Mahomes or Allen or Burrow in a playoff game. But Miami has proven this is the way to do it. It enhances the chances for success. Justin Fields is running for his life. Mac Jones is screaming at the coaches. Tua is good enough to get you to the playoffs. And Miami, which has done almost nothing right for 20 years in the NFL, deserves a tip of the cap. Whether I love Tua as a quarterback, I love him as a guy, I think he's an amazing story, and Miami has figured out how to support a young person who's got flaws, who isn't perfect. Jimmy Johnson 
former Dolphins coach, talked about it earlier this week on our show. They're making the best out of what they have with Tua. No, I, I, you know, Tua is not Joe Burrow. And, you know, Tua is not Herbert. He is not uh, Josh Allen. Uh, but if you give him the right supporting cast, Tua can win for you. Franchise quarterbacks are hard to find. You know, and even, even pretty good quarterbacks are hard to find. You look around the league, about half of them, you know, really, uh, some of them can't play a lick. And, and so, yeah, you, you really got to do the best out of what you have until you find something better. Say it again. One of my favorite games of the weekend to watch, probably my favorite. Green Bay goes to Miami. I think Tua rebounds. I know the Packers are healthy. Can't wait to watch Sunday. I think it's the best game on TV. Green Bay going to Miami. People are bearing Tua now. Be the first to admit, I've said, cold weather, Buffalo, Cincy. I, I don't see him pulling that out. But I did think in Buffalo, he executed the game plan. He wasn't outstanding, 17-30, but he was certainly good enough to win. Now he comes back home against the team, I think, with major flaws defensively. Tua's maybe not my favorite quarterback, but I appreciate how Miami has done business. Um, we're getting ready for Michigan TCU and Georgia, Ohio State. One of the coaches, Sonny Dykes, joining us next. Boy, he's been a big hit, hasn't he? He turned that thing around. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Black Buffalo Zero products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of comparable products. If you're an adult 21 and older that dips, I'm going to tell you about an American made success story and Black Buffalo Zero Pouches. Black Buffalo's Zero Pouches are not owned by Big Tobacco. They're an independent company proudly built right here in the USA by American farmers for adult consumers. What are they made of? Pretty simple. Cured edible green leaves. Food-grade ingredients. Most importantly, there's no nicotine or tobacco. Black Buffalo Zero is all about the history and tradition of dip but they understand the convenience and discretion modern-day consumers are looking for. Bold flavor, full pouches. Black Buffalo Zero pouches give you the versatility to consume discreetly but still keep the ritual with flavors Dippers Love. Mint, straight, wintergreen, peach, even blood orange, all proudly made right here in the U.S. So if you're 21 and older and want to learn more about Black Buffalo Zero, head over to blackbuffalozero.com to learn more. You can buy their pouch online, ship directly to most states. Black Buffalo Zero, zero nicotine, zero tobacco, 100% ritual. Hi, it's the Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook. 
an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just five bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Box Bet Super 6 is spreading the holiday cheer by giving everyone a chance to win $25,000 of Terry Bradshaw's money and the mystery prizes inside his vault. Download the Super 6 app, enter your predictions, then opt in to the prize giveaway sweepstakes for a chance to win. Well, only three coaches in college football have ever made the playoff in their first year with a program. Lincoln Riley at Oklahoma, Ryan Day at Ohio State, and our next guest, Sonny Dykes at TCU, who had Jared Goff when he was just a pup at Cal. And he has turned this program into an off, in one year into an offensive machine. Sonny, it's interesting. Um, I watched Brian Kelly's first year offensive guy. Very good. Lincoln Riley's first year, very good. Your first year, very good. I would think it's next to impossible to bring in an offensive system that's brand new because it's so sophisticated, a new playbook and work. How did you simplify it? How do you offense? By the way, Harbaugh, to his credit, Michigan first year, won 10 games. How did you get it rolling so fast because you had a whole new system? Yeah, you know, Colin, we were lucky. We had uh, we walked into a situation where we had a quarterback that had experience. You know, Max Duggan had yeah. been starting quarterback here for for really three years, kind of off and on. And you know, we felt like we'd coached against Max when I was at, at SMU, and so we felt like Max was uh, a guy that had a lot of talent, maybe that hadn't reached his potential. Um, and you know, the thing that Max gives us is an ability to run the football. And when your quarterback can run the ball, yep, then then that allows you to. Uh, to be a little bit more simple in your in your pass game, and so um, you know that's a game changer when you when your quarterback can make the plays that Max can make with his feet. So it allowed us to, to be maybe a little more simple, not rely on him throwing the ball quite as much, and and try to be a little bit more balanced of a team. Yeah, well, you did wonders with Jared Goff, who's not a runner, so you can obviously make multiple guys work. So you're gonna you're gonna face Michigan, and just my uh, uh, amateur you know, eyes watching this, I said about two weeks ago, I said, boy, I don't know if TCU matches up in the trenches with Michigan. They can score on Michigan. What, when you look at Michigan's personnel, are you concerned that they can bully ball it pretty effectively? Yeah. You know, honestly, Colin, I think anybody that plays Michigan probably is a little bit concerned of that. I mean, they're, they've got a really good offensive line. I think it's the strength of their football team. Um, You know, they're big up front on both lines of scrimmage. Um, You know, they've got, three tight ends that can jump into some 13 personnel and do some kind of interesting things from a run game perspective. You know, they'll play with six, seven offensive linemen at different times. So you can tell that they want to run the ball. Um, you know, the quarterback has really played well. Uh, he's made a bunch of big plays for him, but, but they're going to, they're, they're a football team that wants to run it and they really do a nice job of staying patient yes. with the run game. Um, and, you know, they can, they can push people around. And so that's going to be the big challenge for us is, stopping the run and, and make the quarterback beat us. And, 
he's certainly capable of doing it, but, uh, but, but, you know, we've got to, we've got to stop the run because that stops our offense. Yeah. You know, you had Nick Foles, uh, you have Max who you made him a Heisman finalist. You had Jared Goff. We were just talking about Jared Goff that when he's got a good old line and a clean pocket, he throws a beautiful football. Did you know instantly with, I think you had him as a freshman. If I remember, D- didn't you, what did you, did you know instantly? Oh, he's going to play on Sundays. You know, it's funny. We played Ohio State like week three of his freshman year. We were bad. I mean, it was kind of a rebuild. We were one in 11 my first year at Cal. And it was it was it was challenging for Jared. He was having to start as a, as a true freshman. We didn't have a lot of players around him. You know, the thing I learned about Jared, though, week three, we played Ohio State. And I bet he got hit 30 times in that game. <laughs> and Jared's not the biggest guy in the world. You know, he's he's kind of a tall, thin guy. But he never blinked one time. And that's I remember coming out of that game thinking, man, this guy's a pretty special player. Uh, he's got a chance to be a really good one just because of his toughness and his ability to stand in the pocket, see down the field, uh, distribute the ball to guys. And, and the great thing about Jared, he just got better and better every year. Came out after his junior year, ended up being the first pick in the draft, and has had a really nice NFL career. Well, um, uh, everybody's talking about C.J. Stroud as a pro. But I look at Max Duggan and I think to myself, well, quarterback's got to move these days, not to make you an NFL scout, but it feels like he can play at the next level. Do you think he has success on Sundays? I do. I really do. I think I think Max is one of those guys that is going to continue to get better and better. I don't think Max has gotten near his ceiling yet. You know, he's a really, really good athlete, ran sub 22, 200 meters in high school. He's got great speed. He's got good size. He's physical. He's very, very hardworking. Got a blue-collar mentality. You know, he's got that ability that great quarterbacks have of making everybody around him better. You know, when he walks into the huddle, he's got command. Everybody respects him, respects the way that he plays, and it makes everybody around him better. So I think Max is going to be one of those guys that goes in the NFL as a backup for a couple of years and some at some point gets an opportunity to be a starting quarterback. And I think he'll continue to get better and better and better as he moves forward and he's He's got a lot of potential. He really does because yeah. he's made a huge jump from last year to this year. So I'm excited to see what he does when he gets to the NFL. Yeah. You know, um, you had Gronk at Arizona. You recruited him out of high school in Pittsburgh. We love Gronk. <laughs> I mean, he wasn't nearly that. I remember in college at Arizona, he wore a goofy number. You told me in the break it was 48. When did you look at Gronk at Arizona and go, oh, my Oh my, we, we may have something really, I mean, did you ever see all time top five tight end? Did you see any of it? Yeah. You know, you saw a little bit of it when you recruited him, just his size and his athleticism. You didn't really know how he was going to develop into a pass catcher. He didn't do a lot of that in high school. Um, and so we got him, you know, probably two or three weeks into fall camp. You knew you had something special. You know, you had a, a really big guy that had um, the hands of a wide receiver. Yeah could run like a, like a wide receiver. But the thing that Gronk had that made him so different is you could put his hand on the ground and he would go and block like an offensive tackle. I mean, he was really physical. He loved to play physical. You know, most of those guys, if they're good receivers, they want to catch the ball and they want to stay out of the mix uh, from a blocking perspective as much as possible. And he never, he never turned that down. I mean, he always wanted to block. He wanted to be physical. He wanted to go in there and, and knock guys around. And he just loved to play football and, Love to practice. And so you could tell pretty quickly this guy was going to be something special. And, you know, it's pretty crazy. He only played 18 uh, college football games for us at Arizona. Got crazy. hurt 
going into his junior year and missed the whole year. So he, uh, I knew he was going to develop into something special, and I think he probably exceeded everybody's expectations. Okay, so TCU takes on Michigan next Sunday. TCU's had one loss. It was an overtime. It was a wild. All your games are wild. Every TCU game is crazy, folks. They don't play any boring games. Uh, by the way, Garrett Riley, uh, Lincoln's brother, is your offensive coordinator at TCU. Uh, I think he won coordinator of the year in college football, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Won the Frank Rawls Award as a top assistant coach. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, he's a he's a bright young coach. You know, reminds me a lot of Lincoln. Lincoln was on the staff at Texas Tech when I was there, and Lincoln started as a student coach, ended up being a graduate assistant, worked his way up, and I think replaced me as a wide receiver coach when I left and went to Arizona. So, uh, you know, Garrett's got a lot of the same qualities. They're very smart guys, uh, very organized, very methodical in their approach, and you know, Garrett's got a really bright future, and we're excited that he's here at TCU with us. Well, they had a defensive coach. Now they had an offensive coach, and they pivoted seamlessly. TCU's not going anywhere. Um, they take on Michigan. There's going to be some points scored. Can't wait. Sonny, good luck to you. Congrats. You have crushed it right out of the gate there, which is one I've had friends send their kids to TCU. They all love Fort Worth. Got a West Texas feel to it, and I appreciate you coming on. Yeah, yeah, I appreciate you having me, Colin. Yeah, you know, it's a special place, great university, love Fort Worth, excited about our program, and we think that we're just getting started. We think we can be a team that competes for playoff bursts year in, year out, so we're, we're fired up to be here. Great stuff. Good seeing you, Coach. All right, man, thanks for having me. You bet. You also, also remember Texas, Oklahoma going into the SEC. So he's developing an offensive brand, and so much of this sport now is what is your identity? Oregon for years and years was a 5-7 win program. Phil Knight goes into it big and says, we don't have an identity. Then they got flashy in a thousand uniforms, and they, you got to create an identity. And they went from defense to offense in one year, scoring points. I mean, they were always Gary Patterson. It was defense and linebackers. In one year, it's like, we're going to score 45 points. That's what kids want. You got to give kids when you recruit a picture. What are you? What are they going to visit? TCU now is a machine offensively. And for 15, 20 years with Patterson, it was the opposite. It was linebackers, physical play, run the ball. And that was effective. This is going to be really effective. Very curious to see if they can move the ball as effectively as they did against the Big 12 against Michigan. Yeah, I think the, the, the problem with Michigan is they eat the clock. And so if you're a wild scoring offense, you can end up just watching them eat mm. because they, he said it, Michigan's patient. They'll just run the ball 35 times and it doesn't matter if they can't run in the first half. They're just going to go back to it. And that's why Michigan is, is a good second half team. They tend to pull away from teams because they just wear you down and wear you down. But you can move. I watched Michigan play Maryland this year to his brother. And Maryland gave him a little bit, if I recall, a little bit of a fight. By the way, Illinois gave them a huge fight. That was a down-to-the-wire game. You yeah. know, like, and TCU's got an NFL quarterback. Are we overrating Michigan based on a second half where McCarthy threw, had the game of well, his no. life against Ohio State? No, they, they blew out a bunch of people. Everybody's got close bunch games. Of who? Well, I mean, they're college football. I mean, they got oh, – Penn State. <laughs> they killed Penn State. Penn State stinks. Well, that's a little harsh. Oh, come on. Even even Clatt will tell you that. Penn State's a joke. Come on. A joke? This season, this season they beat nobody. All right. Good program, but – All right. J-Mac with the news. No, 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 no. Turn on the news. This is the Herdline News. You know who's not a joke? Who? Justin Fields. 
He's the man. I love Justin Fields. What a second season he's having with the Bears, Colin. Massive quarterback rushing numbers. Probably going to set some records. Bills take on the Bears Saturday. It's going to be freezing. Oh, no. It's going to be brutal un- weather. Is it like minus 20? I think minus like 17. And is so, what I by saw. the way, Bills can't run the football effectively. So, is this thing really low scoring? I'm just going to say the Bills did a number on the Eagles in that game. That was physical. They really beat up Jalen Hurts. It's a tough game for the Bills. Big number. We'll see if they can cover. But, um, you know, Von Miller is now out for the season. He's talking about how awesome Fields is. Think he could be a force for years to come. A lot of respect for Justin Fields and the things that he's done. He's only the third quarterback in NFL history to rush for 1,000 yards. He's reading. And if it's not there, he's gone. And that's what you should do. Um, that's what he should do, man. He's not going to spend a lot of time back there and just let guys tee off on him and sack him. They're playing to his skill set, and he's a, he's a great runner. He has all the tools to be, you know, one of the best quarterbacks ever in NFL history. You know, he's doing what works right now, and that those those type of players and those type of teams are dangerous. Six three two twenty eight. No, no. I mean, he looks bigger. He than had that. the best scramble of the year last weekend. He's I thought it was a touchdown. touchdown. He stepped out of bounds. Yeah. No, my worry, though, is he's heading to the tent about once a game, yeah. going into the tunnel. Why don't you have that concern for Josh Allen? Because he runs a lot every game, too. Because uh, Josh Allen is three inches taller and 25, 30 pounds heavier. And I do have a concern with Josh Allen. I've said this time and time again, is that you cannot sustain. Josh Allen's going to become Big Ben and Cam. He's going to be 32 years old, 33, and just look 38. Yeah. And so I, I've, I've been on this for two years with Josh Allen. This is great and it's fun, but you gotta. Buffalo just bails on their run game too quickly. And I like Singletary. I think he can play. I just, outside of center, their O line in Buffalo is not real good. Chicago, by the way, they've got one. I go to PFF from time to time. They have one offensive lineman that scores pretty well, but it's a bit of a work in progress. Um, Geez, from a work in progress to a full on dumpster fire. Arizona Cardinals, my goodness, it is getting bleak. Four and 10, eliminated from the playoffs. You got Kyler Murray facing a long recovery from the ACL. You've got coaches getting booted from the staff. I know. Um, it's ugly. Former Cardinal Carson Palmer is looking at the future. He doesn't think things are trending in the right direction. It's tough to watch. I mean, it, it, the, the future is bleak right now when you really look at it and you look at the timeline of things. So Kyler blows his knee out beginning of December. You got to throw in nine months, maybe 12, depending on the process and any hiccups in, in the process. So he, he's on a short timetable. Um, they've got a lot of positions to fill. They've been banged up everywhere. They've lost guys uh, in the front, on the back end of their defense. So it, it's just been one of those years. I know every job in, in the NFL is, is attractive, but that's not that attractive of a job right now. Uh, no, it's not attractive. Could it, be looking to replace their GM. There are some other stories. You know, we listen, we've been on Kyler. We're connected with some teams around the league. There's some more stuff that's going to come out, not necessarily Kyler-related, just shows the dysfunction level among the players and coaches. Uh, this is not a bye team, Colin. This is this is a, quite a rebuild going on in Arizona. Yes. And uh, finally, final story is uh, Jags-Jets tonight. Battle of the top two quarterbacks in the 2021 draft. Trevor Lawrence in the rain tonight. They're calling for rain at MetLife against Zach Wilson, who went second to the Jets. Jets have to win out and get some help to get to the playoffs. Jags have to win out, but with the Tannehill news, Tannehill now out for the season, I think that gives the Jags kind of a shot in the arm. Like, hey, guys, we win out. We're going to go to the playoffs. Trevor Lawrence kind of carrying the team. According to Fox Bet, Jets are favored by two and a half points. The Uh, Jets are favored. 
by two and a half points. Um, I'd probably go Jets. I think the Jags, they come off a win over Dallas at home. They're really feeling themselves. Yeah. Um, now the Jets, I, I don't, I haven't bet the Jets much this year, and one of the reasons is teams that beat themselves worry me. Boy, you're missing out on some, a couple uh, good runs. Uh, yeah. Let me point this out though. Last time the Jags had an awesome win. Remember they beat the Ravens, thrilling comeback, late game stuff from Trevor Lawrence. What'd they do the next week? Got their doors blown off in Detroit. So how they handle prosperity hasn't always been great this season because this is a team learning how to win. Yeah. I would I would look at I think first half under if you want to get a little exotic low scoring neither team wants to make a mistake I don't think Salah is going to be letting Zach Wilson sling the ball around in inclement weather a lot of running yeah. low scoring under under 18 first half is what I got all right J Mac with the news well that's the news and thanks for stopping by the herd line yeah the Greg news. Cosell we'll put it on the podcast today Greg Cosell he really had some interesting thoughts on the Cowboys they're not as good as you think offensively their personnel isn't and Zach Wilson the concern what we see is amateurs watching uh observers uh is what Greg Cosell say, sees which is he's missing layups and you know I've said this before I love that Josh Allen um, can give me explosion plays. But his first year, he missed layups. Now Josh doesn't miss the layups. Burrow and Mahomes give you explosion plays. They don't miss the layups. Justin Fields and Zach Wilson, you get explosion plays. Zach's missing more than Justin, but occasionally Justin will kind of clank a layup. This league, you got to get about eight completions a game that are the easy ones because you're going to get three or four. I mean, the, the, the coaches don't ask you, like San Francisco especially, does not ask Brock Purdy to make more than like two tough throws. But but there are some offenses, and I, I do think the Jets have some speed at wide receiver where you're going to ask Zach about three times to make a big boy NFL throw. He can make those, but one will get picked. Uh, you know what we need? We need to get on here a quarterback guru who can talk about how Josh Allen went from bricking the seven-yard outs, the five-yard passes, to being automatic on those. Because yes. I, I don't totally understand why Zach can't do well, the same thing that Josh hear, Allen did. Did you hear what Greg said? Greg said his body isn't aligned, his lower body and his upper body, so he becomes a flinger. That's always been one of my knocks on Aaron Rodgers. Aaron's a back foot flinger. Now, Aaron's so gifted he can get away with it. But, you know, there are guys like Mitch Trubisky. He's a front leg thrower, not a fan, ball dies. Aaron tends to be a flinger. Uh, Zach is. He's not set. He just and he can get away with it sometimes because his arm's so great. But when you look at Zach in college against Utah or Washington, when he played really good defenses, I think Coastal Carolina once, who had some real players, he struggled. You can get away with that when guys are wide open. But Zach tends to just rely on his gifts. It could be the elite athleticism. Josh Allen, a great athlete. Zach Wilson, he worked really out with T.J. Huspenzada out no, here in the summer. He's like a ridiculous athlete. Yeah. Dun windmill dunks and everything, but getting the footwork right, you know, it takes some work, and, and is, is he going to want to put in the time in the offseason? We'll see. Good one tonight. Jets-Jags is, is under the radar good. Yeah. We'll be texting all night. Um, I might return your text. We'll see. We'll see, yeah. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it. You listen to it. 
I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Black Buffalo Zero products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of comparable products. If you're an adult 21 and older that dips, going to tell you about an American-made success story in Black Buffalo Zero Pouches. Black Buffalo's Zero Pouches are not owned by Big Tobacco. They're an independent company proudly built right here in the USA by American farmers for adult consumers. What are they made of? Pretty simple. Cured edible green leaves. Food-grade ingredients. Most importantly, there's no nicotine or tobacco. Black Buffalo Zero is all about the history and tradition of dip but they understand the convenience and discretion modern-day consumers are looking for. Bold flavor, full pouches. Black Buffalo Zero pouches give you the versatility to consume discreetly but still keep the ritual with flavors Dippers Love. Mint, straight, wintergreen, peach, even blood orange, all proudly made right here in the U.S. So if you're 21 and older and want to learn more about Black Buffalo Zero, head over to blackbuffalozero.com to learn more. You can buy their pouch online, ship directly to most states. Black Buffalo Zero, zero nicotine, zero tobacco, 100% ritual. Hi, it's the Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Teams are knocking on the door of the conference finals, and DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered every step of the way with same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more. Don't miss out. As the NBA postseason winds down, it's fantastic. Super easy to get started with DraftKings. If you're a first-timer, really easy. Try betting on something like a team to win. Go to DraftKings Sportsbook's app, select your team, and place your first bet. It's that simple, really. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www1800 gamblernet In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Okay, we're going to play a gridiron gifts. J-Mac and I, we're going to give out some presents this year as we have a, uh, we've, we've got the next couple of weeks, this weekend's going to decide some seedings or close to it. Divisions could yeah. be clinched. You give me the team and I'll tell you the gift. You give me the player and I'll tell you the gift. So I'm told this is an elf hat. I can't tell if I'm a genie or a jester. <laughs> uh, you know, we got we to gotta work on the props because you're going to be wearing a hat on Monday, Miami Dolphins hat backwards. Yeah. Hopefully we can get that in order. Here we go. What gift does Russell Wilson, your boy, your great friend Russell Wilson, get for the holiday season? I would give him a new head coach. <laughs> um, first of all, let's be honest here. 
They have the lowest graded receiving group in the NFL, according to PFF, and they don't have bad receivers. So you can't get rid of Russell Wilson at this point. The contract's got three more huge years, four more actually. Um, they have the worst scoring offense in the NFL, so you can't fire the quarterback. The receivers are more than capable enough. They got to fix the O line and get a new, veteran-proven offensive head coach. All right, let's go to Lamar Jackson, who, by the way, was just ruled out for this weekend's game. What is he getting for the holiday season? An actual agent. He turned down two hundred and fifty million dollars. <laughs> He wants a fully guaranteed contract, which is what Deshaun Watson got, and he has won 74% of his game, so I love him. But it's just felt, doesn't it feel like with Lamar, the communication's bad? You and I during the break are like, is he hurt? Is he mad? Is he upset? Receivers are hurt or they're leaving. It just, uh, the reason you get an agent, so they take you out of the contentious discussions and relationships, feels like Lamar's too embedded in the contract thing. Yeah, Got to get a great agent. Uh, what gift does Justin Herbert, I think I could guess, for the holiday season? A brilliant offensive head coach. First player in league history with 4,000 <laughs> passing yards in, good. in each of the first three seasons. Nobody's done this, and yet he's 500. And the defensive coach hasn't solved their defensive issues. So despite having Keenan Allen and Mike Williams and Austin Eckler and, 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 and a top center, Herbert's throwing huge numbers up, and he's 500. you got to get somebody on the right side of the ball. A genius. A genius like Albert Einstein. Yeah. Uh, next up, what gift does Aaron Rodgers get for the holiday season? I hope you're not trying to wrap up any ayahuasca. We don't do drugs on Christmas. That's good to know. How about a SpaceX flight? <laughs> Go on a journey, man. He loves journeys during the offseason. It's not the destination. It's the journey. That's right. And he is a journey guy. <laughs> and so I want to get him off ayahuasca and mind-altering drugs. And I just want to put him in space. And maybe when he's up in space, he'll appreciate Earth more. Mm. And us mortal Earthlings, <laughs> of which he is elevated above on some occasions. Obviously. All right. Uh, what do you get an 80-year-old billionaire? What are we going to give Jerry Jones for the holiday season? I thought about this one. An emotional support animal Oh. after they lose in the first rounds of the playoffs. Armadillo. I don't... <laughs> He's from Arkansas. An emotional because armadillo. you know they could have to face high-scoring Minnesota, who they crushed, revenge. Yes. Or they could face high-scoring Detroit or high-scoring Philadelphia. There's Or the very physical 49ers. Those first-round home games or road games, by the way. Dallas on the road couldn't Wild win card, at Lambeau. Yeah. Jerry, right, this is Jerry's getting to be up there. He needs, he needs, if they lose, he's gonna, and he loves McCarthy so far, so he's going to have to make a tough decision if they lose a playoff game. All right, let's get to Cliff Kingsbury. What does the Arizona Cardinals head coach get for the holiday season? A LinkedIn account. Oh, that's, that's a low blow. Oh. <laughs> Possibly former. Ooh, that's Listen, cold. Okay, I'm not anti-Cliff Kingsbury, and I think he has a lot to deal with. But... In the last 20 games, do you know he's 5-15? and 15, And he's been really bad in November and December. Sort of the anti-Andy Reid. So it's one of these things that was talked about in college that his teams tended to get worse late. I'm not sure why. In the NFL, it's a bad trend. His teams get worse after Thanksgiving. So 
LinkedIn account. That's really cold-blooded. Um, what gift does Dan Campbell of the Detroit Lions get for the holiday season? Dan Campbell. You know, he talked about... Wasn't he the biting kneecaps oh guy? Yeah, let's get him. Let's get him a dog cone, so he he's protected. He won't eat anybody's kneecaps. Oh. We we love we love him, but he gets he gets rambunctious, and we don't want him biting kneecaps. Because this the last thing we want is Dan Campbell getting in trouble. We got to have him on the sideline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right, I think we saved the best possibly for last. What gift does Tom Brady get for the holiday season? Be careful here. Now, Tom is going to be 46 next year. Future colleague of ours here at the network. How about a Costco membership? <laughs> Old people love Costco. Oh, they get those inexpensive lunches. On, he can buy in bulk. Uh, you go to uh, you ever go to Costco? You get little free little bites all over the place. A yeah. little sausage bites. I go to Co- it's my favorite store. Oh my god! Basically on the planet. You can eat for free going down the aisles, and Tom's going to want to buy in bulk. You know, he's got to save his pennies now. Yeah. When we're here for You go to my garage, it's like wall-to-wall toilet paper, paper towels. Is it? Yeah, of course. Remember during the pandemic? Got to load up. You could not get toilet paper? No, it was all in our garage. No, no, we're not that that obsessive. No, wait, wait, I forgot one. All right. Uh, I like this guy. So do you. What are you going to get Kyler Murray for the holiday season? I want to get him a video game just for him so nobody can spy on him and tell on him that he's playing video games. (laughs) So if he could just create a Madden game that was just for him to play and he would enjoy it and nobody would know he's playing it because they had the addendum in the contract. Yeah. And of course, everybody like too many people know that he plays video games and there's nothing wrong with playing video games. But when you go and join other people's games and they rat you out. Yes. And the owner hears about it. Only one person can play with him. That's Hollywood Brown, who I hear he plays video games round the clock. Does he? With Kyler Murray in Arizona, yeah. When did you give up video games? You know, now that we own a soccer team in Mexico, I do play some FIFA. Oh, that's the best one. Right, and we I own the team we have, and right. also the World Cup just happened. My wife does not like the video games, so I had to stop playing. Yeah, but I will say, people that I don't play them, people that play video games say the FIFA soccer game is by far and away the best. Yeah. Sometimes if you need to decompress it, we have a hard show. You know, I come out of here sweating. Very I'm exhausted. Exhausted. You know, dealing with some of these takes, I'm just like, I need to veg out little video games. Well, I appreciate this. Thank you. There's yeah. our gridiron gifts. Happy I- holidays. Yeah, happy holidays. Really appreciate it. <laughs> you sound so happy and excited. Yeah. So tomorrow is Blazing 5. Jets, Jaguars tonight. Coming off the 4-0-1, right? 4-0-1, had a very good week. You've had a great season. It's been good so last week. Mm. Now, now I will say, I do think Dallas-Philadelphia has a trap feel to it. I think everybody now, I think it's, you got after listening to Greg Cosell, please listen to him on our podcast today. Very interesting about Jalen Hurts, you take him off the field, and it's not the same offense. So you could have a very rudimentary offense for an aggressive turnover-seeking cowboy defense. That wants revenge for the earlier loss. Yeah, so Dallas creates turnovers, they get sacks, and then Philadelphia's now got to, on the fly, run a different offense. By the way, McCarthy does not want to lose this game. You don't want to go back-to-back losses, especially getting swept by the Eagles, heading into the playoffs. You know there's Cowboys fans, despite this great well, season, who listen, are like, think about it. we got to go on the road. We're a walk-hard team. Whatever you think about Dallas... Um, that Green Bay loss, because you're going to have to go on the road. You're a wild card team. So you're going to have to go to San Francisco. That's a bad matchup. Pray that it's not San Francisco. That's a bad matchup for them. 
because uh, I think Dak with that pressure. Ideally, you want to go to Tampa or Carolina, whoever wins the division. That's right. I'll, although I will tell you, Carolina, I'd rather face Tampa sometimes, I think, than Carolina. Carolina's front. Oh, I forgot Sam Darnold, your affinity. That's right. Very. Uh, Darnold, big one o'clock window guy. Except against Pittsburgh last week when he was sacked, <laughs> I think, four times. And Isn't it funny? Some teams, Buffalo can't get the O-line right. Pittsburgh can't get the O-line right. Carolina can't get the O-line right. Seattle got it right in one draft. It is, by the way, the, the Jets got a lot, I, uh, Elijah Vera Tucker, but it's the last thing to me the Jets have to get right. they got to get yeah. quarterback, obviously. That's like six great ones in the world. The biggest I, one might be the Chargers. If they can protect Justin Herbert. Well, they got Slater. You know, I was saying this. There's only five quarterbacks in the world. This is going to be a topic tomorrow. Ready? There, right. You'll see one of them tonight. There's only five quarterbacks on the planet right now that I would not pick up the phone and discuss moving them. And you'll see one of them tonight, Trevor Lawrence. Oh, I thought you were going to say Think Zach. about that. <laughs> 32 teams. Five. Five guys I wouldn't pick up the phone. Jack trade Prescott? Talk. The Herd. One more herd? The herd streams 24 hours a day, seven days a week within the iHeartRadio app. Search herd to listen live or on demand whenever you'd like. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride-or-die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real Steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.